Are you still trying to learn the balance of taking care of self and serving others? What about wanting to grow from being surfacey to vulnerable? Well, this is a podcast that will focus on trying to answer these two questions. I'm Melody, host of Mind Your Own Podcast, where I talk about my life as a single Christian woman and how I'm learning the balance of taking care of self and serving others, growing in vulnerability, and seeking God's love. So turn up the volume and let's get into today's discussion. What's up? It's your girl, Melody, back with part three of Steve and Brittany's story. We learned how they met. We learned about Steve proposing without a ring. And we also talked about just how their experience with God impacted their marriage. And so in this episode, we're going to focus on single men and women that are out here looking for intimate relationship and some things to consider so like i've said before if you have not listened to part one or you have not listened to part two i highly advise you to stop what you're doing in this episode go back to part one because you gone you are going to want to know the full picture to this story Cause I had to break it up into pieces because if I gave it to you all at once, it would have been overwhelming. It's almost like going over your limit when eating at a buffet. Like you have all this food available and you don't know where to start, but then when you do start, it's just so many options. And then sometimes you end up overeating and your stomach is not satisfied. I don't know how that relates to what I just said, but I'm not going to take too much more of your time in this intro because we need to get into this conversation because I think it's so impactful. So, yes, without further ado, as your captain of this Christian single ship, (laughs) I'm so corny, buckle up your invisible seatbelts because we are diving in. You know, because we just recently went through a pandemic and I just think that the single culture, you know, I feel like it was already evolving before the pandemic happened, um, you know, and just me as a single woman <laughs> and, and, and being in the singles ministry within our ministry, um, there can be like a lot of just difference in ratios of men mm. to, or women to men. Um, it's just like every four women, there's like two men or one actually. So there's like, there's um, this, it was so interesting because in this, uh, the disciple ICOC meme page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so gosh. for my listeners, uh, so ICOC is a denomination. I'm sure you know that. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have this, this, this meme page where we just post a lot of Christian related memes. Um, and then one of these memes, uh, <laughs> it was like one of those comic strip 
you know, photos where just like, you know, it was like, we're allowed people to date outside of this particular denomination. Yeah. There's a lot of things wrong with that. <laughs> but um, what I loved and cringed about the conversation underneath the photo is because there were some people that was like, oh yeah, I agree. And other people was like, ah. And I was just like, listen, I feel <laughs> It's not the only denomination yes. that people believe in Christians. Yeah. Um, right. And so I think there's a lot of times denominations can like, okay, I can I can get that you're comfortable where you are, right? Not even mm-hmm. comfortable to a point where you're complacent, but it's like you just know what you know, right? And if you want to be with some you, you want to be with somebody typically that has the same beliefs as you. So, you know, out, you know, um, just hypothetically it's like okay if i grew up and i if i grew up icoc as a christian there's just a lot of different certain values beliefs that are now whatever the case may be we all believe in god but the way that we get there is completely different than a pentecostal church or a baptist church or whatever you know other denominations that are out there so if you meet somebody from those other denominations i think the, the real question at the end of the day is like which church are we going to attend and that's mm-hmm. that's important now the other side of it is though like you but don't you feel like you're limiting yourself as well um if you're not finding somebody in your church that you can spend the rest of your life with and like like literally your church building or just your group well the church like we are the church the people oh i got you yeah Yeah. um and so you know like because i mean we have sister churches all over the world right number one and then Number two, there's just a lot of different other denominations and churches around <laughs> the world too that believes in God. Like they are Bible believing, baptism, yeah. all the stuff that you value. So my question um, is during this pandemic, I know that you guys kind of met in a more unique way. And so I think a lot of people are using a lot of like dating apps and uh, different things like that to just, you know, generate, you know, conversation or meet new people and things like that, because they're not really doing a lot of outside stuff. Um, but what would be your encouragement um, to those people who are kind of seeking those, those things, or even if you have a comment on what I was just talking about in regards to, you know, this conversation that's been happening on this particular page? <laughs> You want to go ahead. <laughs> okay, because I, I have a lot of things. I have a lot of things. Um, all right. So first of all, to address just single people in the pandemic, trying to find like-minded people. And of course, that can be really limiting in a pandemic when you can't really travel. To, you can't have that, you know, person you're quote unquote building with mm-hmm. out of town. <laughs> like so many of us singles have, so many of the singles may have, you know, or had in the past. Um, So what I would say is, like you said, there's a lot of churches, especially here in the South, there's a lot of churches here. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the criteria I would just have in meeting people is, are they loving people? Are they loving God? Do they make the scriptures real in their lives? Okay, that's pretty much like some three basic steps. And whether they're Southern Baptist or AME or Episcopal or or however you want to frame it, 
if those people are keeping those kind of credos and edicts, then that's a great start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we've, we've said this to people, or at least in, in one study, I remember, you know, one of my close friends that ended up making the decision to make Jesus Lord, like in his studies, he was, he was attending a church. He was attending a church, another church than our ministry when he was studying, he and his wife. And I was just like, well, if you take these studies, your new convictions that you have built about the Bible, if you decide to go back to your church and share this with people, and I mean, you can't unknow it no yeah. matter where you, you can't unknow it. Mm-hmm. So if you take this and fill your space with new conviction and help other people understand that, then that's fine. That's good. Yeah. That's good. But if you decide to become a part of our church, then of course we'd love that because then we get to worship together and serve together and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I think that I agree. There are a lot of people who hold biblical convictions, true biblical convictions yeah. that are a part of other churches. Now, you know, if your Christian life period is not one where you're in the scriptures, where you're just kind of, you know, taking platitudes and, you know, just kind of, you know, like, hey, n- name it, claim it, won't he do it? And oh, you don't no. really... And you don't really apply that (laughs) biblically, if you don't apply that biblically, then that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. Just don't choose that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But to say that, you know, and, you know, and it was a debate for a long time, you know, even in our studies, it was, you know, is the ICLC the only true Christians on earth? I, I think that is an emphatic no. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there are other people who hold true biblical convictions. And I think that's what um, Jesus, that was his intent, yeah. is to reach out into the world. And if other people outside of a certain denomination are convinced by that, by convinced by his story and want to live out the scriptures, then, then that's what's important in finding someone. And you just, and you get advice too. See, that's the thing. You could always check it, you know, through your trusted few, you know, and, you know, that that is what the intent of that's 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 um playing it out biblically. You know what I mean? You want advice. You don't want this to be a secret relationship or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not encouraging anybody to do that either, like to just <laughs> like, kind of go off to the side and have your own relationship without any advice or guidance or counseling or anything like that, just because culturally your advice base may be against it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it's definitely a balance. Um, so that would just be my advice. And I think that just counted. Cali- uh, kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was good, babe. Um, I think for me, kind of like along the same lines, but it's like um, one, if you're whoever you're looking for, um, I mean, you could always start kind of around, you know, the people who are around you, and maybe you've done that. You know, yeah. <laughs> maybe you've looked at the the guys who are kind of in your space and who you've gotten to know over the years and you just don't um 
see that genuine connection as far as you know relationship and dating goes on but kind of like to your point um babe it's like look at the lives of the people who you are interested in ask yourself why are you interested first off yeah (laughs) because if you're interested just based on his facebook picture his profile picture they're not always true (laughs) first that's first (laughs) um Second, like the picture is telling you nothing. nothing. The the Facebook feed, like you alluded to earlier, Mary, Mary, Mella, is <laughs> telling you nothing. Like, yeah. so you have to get to know people. Start with a friendship. Mm-hmm. Get to know their. <laughs> And also getting to know their friends and the people who they care yes. most about and what yes. they care about, mm-hmm. because it's God is is. I was going to say kind of the great equalizer in our, in our world, you know, as far as like, okay, I know you love God. Yeah. I know you read your Bible. I know that you're involved in the church ministry. I know that you care for people. Um, but what else are you about? Because yeah. God wants us to leave, live full lives. Mm-hmm. And so with that, there are also other aspects of ourselves that are going to be present beyond just the things that I just listed. Yeah. And so it's like, what are your, what drives you? What motivates you? Mm -hmm. What are your ambitions? You know, all those things. And of course, I mean, somebody can tell you these things. It's one thing to state them, but when you get to actually see it, and I know that can be hard now during a pandemic, but you know, invite them into your space as far as what you have have going on in your life. And allow them to do the same for you. Yeah. Like, don't jump right in. You don't need to jump right into mm-hmm. over dating. No, be a friend. Yeah. <laughs> be a genuine friend. Mm-hmm. Um, be patient with yourself and with that person. Are you yeah. about to say something? I mean, yeah, because you know, patience is hard because other people might be interested in this person and mm-hmm. they're doing the same thing. But I'd say it's worth it to be patient to have a genuine friendship. Like, look guys, we, you know, we don't want to be marrying people we're not friends with. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't want to do that. Like, you know, cause when you go straight into that, okay, we're an, okay. You admit attraction for each other. So something has to play out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like you, you like me. Right. right. But I would advise that, like you said, um, we can, we can know the truths of the Bible, but then our human stuff isn't going to go away. Yeah. We're not, we're not angels yet, guys. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We're, we're going to be human for the rest of our lives. So are you going to take the human with the spiritual mm-hmm. in your relationship or just aspects and interests? Or, you know, like anything can grade on a relationship. Like you could be interested in just two different things and mm-hmm. they're not into it and you're not into it and stuff yeah. like that. And that could either be like, hey, well, he's got interest. That's great. Or, oh, I'm really annoyed at him playing video games or <laughs> playing basketball all the time or something like that. So you have to take all of that into account because all of it's going to be present in your marriage. And we need to, you know, and I've learned this, of course. Um, from being younger to being a little more seasoned now. No one's a (laughs) complete, no one is a complete person when you marry him. Yeah. Like 
you know, to have this list completed before, like, okay, yeah, there's certain aspects you want to start with yeah. in, in a life together, but it's not going to be a complete list. Like, and that list is going to change. And that list oh, yeah, will yeah. change too. Because you're, yeah. you're changing. I hope you're changing in a <laughs> lot of areas. Some, some areas, some select few, yeah, be consistent, but yeah. others have, you know, be open to adapting them. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people like my single friends, some of my single friends are looking for like, okay, they're looking to complete mm. a list uh, before they choose someone. And it's just like, mm, yeah. no one's really finished living until they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. And, and so, and what I was going to say also is um, it's okay to dream. Like it's okay to dream for, you know, what you want in a, a spouse or what you want in your life but dream beyond just the romantic relationship like dream for yourself you know Mm -hmm. dream dream for your friends for your family just you know dream big um and don't wait for the I'm gonna do this when I get a man or I'm gonna do this when I'm in this certain no do it now take yourself (laughs) on adventures have adventures with your friends like just enjoy your singlehood um because once you're married Hopefully mm. you won't be single again. Yes. And so, um, right. and you know, marriage is fun and it, there are so many ways that you get to grow and learn more about yourself, about your spouse and just doing life with someone that closely is amazing. Yeah. But singlehood while you're single is also amazing. Like there's so much fun that you can have so much time that you, you have, um, and just so much life that you can live mm. still and have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, marriage is not the, the end all be like, it's not the, 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 the step that you must absolutely must reach in yeah. order to, to be fulfilled in life. You don't need, you don't need it. It's amazing. It's a great gift. Yeah. And if it's something that you desire, you know, I pray that you can get it. Um, but again, it all goes back to when we were talking about trusting God, it's like, listen, I want to be married, but if that's not what you want for me, yeah, God, I want what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For us, then there's another step. Like for us, we want to have children. God, we want children, but if that's not what you want for us, or if it doesn't look the way that we think it's going to look, yeah, keep it away from me. Cause I want only what you want for me. And so as far as kind of going back to this crazy time that we're in and it being a little more unconventional, non-traditional mm-hmm. is just be creative, be yeah. open to um, kind of shifting the way you're used to doing things um, and bring other people along for the ride. Like, don't feel like you have to um, isolate yourself as far as getting to know um, a guy for the ladies or a girl for the men, but make it a friend thing. Like if you have other single friends who are also interested in doing it, find ways to get on a zoom, you know, (laughs) with, with a group of people and just chat, like get to know people. But again, it's like looking at the, the lives that people live. Are they, is it truly a reflection of who they say they are? And then the people who are closest to them, you know, what what does that say about that person as well? Mm-hmm. And so I, I I guess you know to sum it up, it's it's to have fun, to be honest with yourself 
and with the other person or, you know, people, whoever you're getting to know, um, and just kind of calm down. Like, it, it's not like it is serious because it's, you think about, a, a, you know, a life, a life, lifetime decision, but ha- just have fun, like calm down and have fun. Mm-hmm. And I like to add something else. Like, I feel like this pandemic is a blessing in disguise for a lot of people um, in dating in the sense that, okay, physical contact is off the table. So it really kind of gets you a clearer picture of what they're about. Like, okay, can I have friends? Can I have fun with this person just talking or playing a corny game on the internet or watching a funny movie or something like that. Can I really have fun just doing that? You know what I mean? Um, And then, so, so that's crucial in getting to know somebody like I alluded to earlier. um, You know, we valued our time apart because it helped us grow together. And, you know, that wasn't even when we were studying, but we just found that out because I think we had both been, a part of some pretty codependent relationships. And then part of codependence isn't just like economic circumstances, it's physical dependence on the person, you know what I mean? To make you feel good when things aren't going so ideally. Um, And also that friend aspect of having friends. I, I think that is important because a lot of people either they'll have their friends when they're single and then when they get in a relationship, they cut those friends off in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Because it's, then it's like, oh, well, I have a boyfriend or I have a girlfriend. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I've done it. I'm speaking from experience. So, mm-hmm. um, but then you kind of lose that window into someone's life. Because I think a window into someone's life is their friendships at the time. Is You know what I mean? Who do they trust? Who are they, you know, getting that energy for themselves to pour into you because you can't pour an empty pitcher. Okay. I think a big difference between, you know, when Brit was in my life as opposed to others is the fact that, you know, even at the time before studying the scriptures, like I had a group of friends, those, those same single friends that were very much single, (laughs) but I was single too at that time, but it was a support system for a lot of the things I was kind of, working through in life Mm. it was an escape not just an escape but just really just like a support system and you know just a way to kind of give her a window into who I was trusting in and and being with and I did not have that in other serious relationships before and I attribute that to you know just not being ready to take that next step even though I wanted it so badly, um, I wanted to be a husband pretty much from just seeing my dad, you know, like my dad, and my mom divorced after 20 years. And I just wanted to kind of break this chain of divorce. Like, you know, my grandfather divorced, you know, my, mo- my father divorced and my two brothers, you know, so that it just felt like a generational curse for me. Mm. You know what I mean? It was just like, how who am I going to learn from yeah I you know like all the men in my family have left their wives 
and some multiple times, multiple wives. So, so, but, so it was something I always wanted, but I wasn't ready because I wasn't really filling myself apart from a relationship. You know what I mean? Like by the time I met Britt, I was I was working my way up to be a manager. I was wrapped up in that. And and then I had a group of friends. I, you know, I was working on finishing school as well. You know, what I mean, so I kind of had things going on as opposed to when I was younger and I was still in kind of, you know, a dropout mode or whatever. I wasn't really going to school. I didn't have a whole lot of friends. And so then like my girlfriend was like, in one relationship, my girlfriend was like basically my only friend, you know what I mean? And when she broke up with me, it broke me, mm. you know what I mean? So that was something I had to kind of work through what was missing. And then God just kind of crafted it to where it's like, okay, well, this is what has to happen. You know, and it had to be my conviction too. He's like, I could be told that all day long. And, you know, even though I was convinced no one cared about me, people did. Yeah. I just didn't know it for myself and mm. really take advantage of that reservoir of, of friendship and, you know, advice. And then when I did, God just had it where I met someone that would value that in my mm. life. And so, so yeah, that's important to be yeah. a full picture when you're trying to pour into someone. Um, and uh, friendship, man, again, mm-hmm. You gotta ma- you gotta get along with someone you marry, like real, like genuinely, not just when things are up, yeah. not just when things were perfect for Instagram or <laughs> or you know vacations or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it can't just be a string of dates and flowers and you know and trips and stuff like that. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Are we really friends? Like, what do I like about this person? beyond their physical, beyond their circumstances, because both of those can change like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not that they will, yeah. they may not. But then who is this person beyond these things? So I think those are um, all great points. Um, I think the, the biggest takeaways is definitely the friendship aspect and being honest and you know even when we're talking about just building with other people um, outside of your respective denomination I think it's important to have your own strong foundation in Christ yeah before you go out looking somewhere else Um, I think a lot of the times like people you know or sometimes it may be hard to recognize you know what is truth, what is not, if you haven't deciphered that yourself. Um, Because you don't want to be subject to just accept anything because of that title, Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because somebody said it's a Christian does not really mean that they are, you know, followers of Christ. Uh, And I know a lot of people on these dating apps, you know, put that on their profile (laughs) as their religion, and then you start to get to know them, it's like, that ain't God. I don't, I don't see God in that. And they, I think, they have not built that conviction, mm-hmm. those convictions. Yep. That's that's what it is. Exactly. But I think that's the I think that's the beautiful thing about knowing it, you know, at the very basic of what you desire. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, you know, 
I don't, I don't say seeking on my part. Like I just, I just want to develop relationships and friendships with individuals, you know, and if it organically goes to that place, then amen. Um, but I feel like if I don't go into a situation or a friendship or a possible relationship with the the attitude of like, okay, you said you're a Christian, let's let's unpack that. What does that look like for you? You know, it's not if you're like, oh yeah, um, I go to church every Sunday and okay, what do you do outside, mm-hmm. outside of that? What do you do during the week? You know, how do you continue to you know strengthen your relationship with Christ? What are some of the things? And I don't want to hear those generic, um, well, I'm just being abstinent and. I don't want to, you know, unequally yoke, like all these, you know, very biblical words that mean yeah. something. I'm not saying that it means something, but sometimes it can be taken out of context or you hear it so many times in church or it's being force fed to you of like, you know, all the sins, like don't be sexually immoral and all this stuff. And then you're just going to be punished. You're going to go to hell if you do all these things. And so it's like, those are the first things that people say, which is, is very real, but what will let me know that you have a real relationship with Christ is when you start telling stuff that you got to dig for. Yeah. It's not something that's just surfacey or something that's been said over and over again, or that's been said on any platform, any person that's, you know, claimed to be a Christian in the mainstream world, right. The things that they're sharing, um, not to say that, not just to credit, not to discredit their relationship with Christ, uh, but like you got to dig for some of these convictions and sometimes they appear through parables sometimes they appear <laughs> the most mundane stories <laughs> in the bible where like it's you know you think about like certain stories like priscilla like she's not all throughout the bible but there's so many different impactful things that you learn in that one instance that one moment so you know it's like well people don't even know that there is a priscilla in the bible so it's like you start talking about it, it's like okay well you know not to say that people are open to learning more things but it's just like you'll know the difference between if somebody's really taking the time to dig and dive into their relationship with christ versus like that generic christian who has the generic thing to say all the time because mm-hmm. this is the universal you know thing that people are abstaining from or you know, holding themselves to because that's all they know. And yeah, and and I think that goes back to the, you know, what beyond just what they do in church or what they read, how are they putting that into action, right? How are you putting the scripture into action, into motion? Um, Because when they start to talk about their life as a whole Mm -hmm. and the things that matter to them, the things that motivate them, you can kind of pull out, you know, the truth from those things. So they can tell you one thing, but when they start, when it's like, okay, if if you're not passionate about God, or if you're not truly living this life that you say you are, when you start talking about the things that you're actually doing and you're Mm -hmm. actually motivated by, you'll find, you know, the underlying kind of answer that you've been fishing yeah, for yeah right because it was like oh i'm all about this money oh okay mm-hmm. or oh i'm all about this i'm all about that or hey you know i genuinely want to help people i genuinely want to see you know my family make it my friends make it whatever it is yeah like so even if you can't see them living out their life necessarily mm-hmm. because you may be doing you know things differently now just listen yeah 
listen to the things that they talk about, the things that they're driven by, driven to, mm-hmm. um, the ambition or lack thereof. Like, you know, when you listen to people and what they talk about and how they talk about it, you learn things. Um, but sometimes that those things can be clouded um, by just the kind of infatuation or the the initial mm-hmm. like, ooh, yeah he's interesting or ooh, yeah he said the right thing then or ooh, like we connected on that one thing sis that one thing <laughs> that one come on now you know what I mean and so it's like just just listen yeah. you know listen to what's really being said and I'm not saying pick apart every single conversation yeah. you have with this person but you know a flag when you see it mm-hmm. whether it be red or whether it be green it's like oh that's okay yeah Uh, no I'm not sure I want to live you know with that um so yeah yeah. absolutely um you have something else to add to me yeah also um I think we we have things that we are looking for certainly um and we have you know just like criteria like what, what we like you know, maybe it was physically, personality-wise, whatever. But oftentimes, um, somebody comes along that you don't know you need it. Mm-hmm. That you you literally find what you love on something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I said, pretty much every serious relationship I had was kind of like either codependent or you know what I mean? Like, you know, just like there was just this distance emotionally for various reasons. You know, I'd never had somebody who was like, okay, did, wanted to just be around me. And it wasn't like, you know, and they really loved me, but it wasn't like a codependent thing. Like, and I didn't, you know, I, at the time, I didn't know I needed that. I, I didn't go into the relationship with Brit thing. Like, okay, I need somebody in Brit situation and then I found Brit that's not usually the case if you're honest with yourself mm-hmm. you know what I mean to be honest it's gonna someone's gonna come in a form or a package you don't expect you know what I mean I didn't expect to fall in love with someone where I just got a job <laughs> You know, and then somebody who is 21 years old and I'm 20, I'm turning 28. She's turning 22. I didn't think that would happen either. It's just like, you know, my my ex-girlfriend was older than her and she was completely not ready to be married. You know, she, she you know, that's her words, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had been engaged before, so I wasn't scared of that step. But, but then I asked her at like, how many years old? Uh, Twenty eleven from your birthday. <laughs> Younger. <laughs> Younger. <laughs> and she yeah. was ready. She enthusiastically <laughs> said yes. So, you know, you just you have an idea of what you want, but God knows what you need. Mm. And it's not like okay, God's not gonna make you kiss a toad per se, you know. Like no, that I think that's where everybody takes it to where it's like, oh well, you know, God will provide me somebody, or it'll be to someone I don't expect. Well, is it gonna be just 
some toad I have to kiss to turn into a prince. No, that's not not what I'm saying. It'll just be something like just be open, be open. open. You know what I mean? It's like you could want some Jordans and then you get blown away by some new balances. Wow. You know what I mean? You don't have to use that if you don't want to (laughs) really, but you know what I mean? I I just, you know, just that there's different kinds of things that are, you know, Jordan, but then God gives you Yeezys, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so the balances, okay, okay, I'll take yeah. those too. <laughs> that's funny, but 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 yeah, it's like, yeah, it's some, yeah, that's that's all I got to say on that. No, I think this is a great, um, you know, conversation. I think this is great advice, you know, because you're not like telling people what they should do, like, just <laughs> things that to consider. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you are authentically you, you'll attract the right energy. I, I just, I think um, that goes along with just being honest. Um, you know, um, mental health is important too. You know, yes. able to go to to therapy to unpack trauma. Uh, I've know I've talked about that on my podcast before. Um, you can check out def, you know episodes before I kind of unpack that in different episodes. Um, here and there but I think that's so important because there's just the less baggage that you can take into another relationship the <laughs> better um, and not to say that those are things that you won't have to fight through all the time um, but I think recognizing and being with somebody that you know recognizes that and doesn't judge you for it but mm-hmm. instead helps you through it is is definitely a uh, key but I think that if you are individually working towards a place of wholeness, a place of true authenticity, a, a place of, you know, just really like, if you're talking about singleness in general, um, really living a pure and honest life of just like, God, what do you want from me in this season? I just feel like, like what you said, those things would just come. Like, yeah. it's think about Matthew six thirty three. Like, God is like seeking seek first the kingdom and mm-hmm. be added. And it's like, you know, well, God, I'm seeking you. What do you want me to do? And in, yep. in those instances, God just brings along the right people. You know, whether it's from a romantic perspective or even it's from a friendship. I think that's, I think that's how God's worked in my life, especially with my friendships. Like, I wouldn't pick. The people that I'm close with as single, you know, my single friends, like I, I probably wouldn't have picked them if, you know, I didn't know God. Yeah. Um, and they have been a blessing <laughs> to my life. They give, they give me so much perspective and things, you know, and I'm grateful that I have a tribe that I can go to uh, in that space as well to be able to gain some wisdom Mm-hmm. encouragement and support and things like that but sheesh <laughs> wow this was this was great this was a whole great series parts uh i don't even know what to call it at this point i i'm i'm not even ready for the next couple that i'm gonna have on this show um i just feel like it's just gonna be an enriching time of me just continue to grow 
um, in my character as a single woman and the relationship that I desire. And I just feel like I'm going to be fully equipped by the time I, I get married to my significant other. But anywho, um, this was a great, um, great advice, great conversation. Um, I just I just hope that there was something that impacted you over these last couple of sessions uh, with Steve and Brittany. Um, I hope there was something that you were able to take away from this and be able to see relationships and relationship building in a whole new perspective. Um, but thank you so much um, for listening. As always, um, my, my main focus on these podcasts is speaking to single Christian men and women, uh, mostly women, because I'm a woman and that's majority of this perspective, the perspective I have. Um, but I want to expand my audience. And so I, I thought it would be a great idea to be able to introduce this series, uh, and be able to invite you more into my life. Um, and introduce you to my married friends who's been doing this thing for a while in their own respective lanes. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just so appreciative of, of my friends and them being vulnerable and sharing their lives in this way. So if you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts, I highly appreciate if you would leave me a review, uh, if it's about a particular episode that impacted you, or just the podcast overall, this is SEO for me, so more people can find my platform and be able to listen and just gain advice and perspective um, in their different walks of life. So like I always say, have a great day.